taking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! All right, Eric, it's Thank Rod. It's Friday. We're going to get bananas here with a little Shadow War special podcast. We're back with this. We haven't had a TGIF in a little bit. So it's been at least like two it, or three weeks. Yeah, it's been, it's been about a month, actually, because a couple of times I added these things myself. So that we could get that even and odd deal. But here we Don't are. Don't those count? Legacy well, numbering? I'm saying me and you weren't here. So Legacy, I actually just got a little thing from, I believe, Podbean, where we do have the podcast on, that we got an award, Eric. You, you oh, get these award, badges. Yes, we got an award, uh, our 600th podcast, 600th podcast on there that they ended up sending me a badge. And I said I would have to remember and let Eric know about that legacy numbering there. It's but nonsense. Here we are for It's like combining this deal. action comics into the numbering of Superman and Superman Man of Steel. That's right. Hey, go over to Marvel. Marvel is real big on gathering up these legacy numbers and all of a sudden. I don't think they combine Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man together. At, at some points they end up just grabbing stuff and going, okay, it's the eight thousandth Spider-Man thing. And sometimes it always makes me wonder that it's always like Oh, it's the 50th issue of this run, but that just happens to be the 80-hundredth of this. They always are even numbered up, like I like to be on podcast, Eric, but that's the thing. Maybe that's what we'll just do now. Now we'll really fudge the numbers by me just only allowing even-numbered podcasts. So people can be confused at when that. When all these podcasts are indeed odd. That is true. Well, here we are, and just before we get going into the Shadow War-centric deal, Remember to go over to Twitter at Weird Science DC. Follow us. We'll follow you back 100%. And then we could all tweet at each other about the Teen Titans Academy book, Eric. Also, we can end up going over to our website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, where you can get reviews for almost all the books each and every week. And then go to our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Weird Science, where you can get a bunch of shows, including our weekly spotlight show the badass pick spotlight show of shows eric is what they call it down Nobody at calls that. down at the uh the malt shop and we ended up doing team titans academy number 15 in dc versus vampires hunters number one that's available right now and right before we get into all of this as well which maybe we'll have another little theme song here maybe it'll be dual theme but before we do that we have to remind everybody that next week is an annuals week all the books that we're doing next week, all the podcasts will be Patreon only. Patreon so if you want to get only, involved suckers. in that, head over to there. Pretty low. Pretty low, but Jim. Yeah, you go over there and you can get all that. So with that, it'll be just one big podcast. But like I said, we're here for the Shadow War. I know you love the song. We haven't been able to play it for a while, Eric. So we're going to go back to another theme here before we get into it. Here we go. It about 600 years ago, Rage found the last arrest, and it's crazy neon glow. Now after all these years, he's close to being dead, about to shed silence, Deathstroke shot him in the head. Started the Shadow War, started the Shadow War. Lots of gold brains on the floor. Everybody, it's the Shadow War. Race no more and tell your soul. Everybody, it's the Shadow War. Camp chases on I saw. Everybody, it's the Shadow War. What Beth said was uncalled for. Everybody, it's the Shadow War. Oh, yes, and it is the Shadow War. So uncalled for. Here, so uncalled for. We'll talk about that later with me having some audio clips. I, I don't get a lot of time. That I get to toot my own horn, Eric. A prediction. What do you do? You'll take two and, <laughs> two and a half it. hours to do it. I will. I will grab clips because I still end up hearing you giving the signal his name and, you know, minor you, things you like that. You bring those things up, though. I don't bring those things up. Yeah, other people doing it. Riles me up, Eric. But this is the Shadow War. We have both Deathstroke, Inc. and Robin from this week going. In a story that's just about to end, we don't have much left of How this. How the hell and is the thing? Is I've really enjoyed the Shadow War for the most part. The I concept, the journey, some of the Batman stuff's been off. I want to know why Deathstroke's been off, but I've liked the Robin books so much. The character development of Damian Wayne and the idea of him and Respawn and Ravager, all of that is really cool to me. But with one issue left, with what we're doing here, I'm like, the fuck is this going back to the like the League of Lazarus demon? How are we going to deal with that shit? <laughs> Yeah, and so when all this comes down, just to point it out again, 
We will be finishing this up Patreon only next week. I believe that's Shadow when War the Omega. Shadow War Omega comes out. So it does feel like I want a lot more. I mean, the idea there's going to be things as we talk through this and get like what we want. And one of the things is when we do reveal who this fake Deathstroke is, is it a reveal, Eric? But when we do get that, I wanted that to be a little more expanded upon. I wanted it to be a little more personal. I wanted to see like really what made that tick when really what we're doing in these two issues where not really great reviews for these, which actually shocked me, but it's a lot of fights. It's a lot of fights here. And I think that maybe you could have dialed that back a little and given us a little more personal look at some of the things, but we'll go into this first one. Deathstroke Inc. Number nine. It is part six of the Shadow War. Revenge never ends is what it's called. Eric, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Paola Pantalina, colors by Ramallah Farda Jr. Letters by Steve Wands. Now, I'll tell you right now, I have given Paolo Pantalina a little bit of credit, maybe too much now in my mind, because I said that he was really going with that Howard Porter look that kind of fit some of the other things. In this, there are some things that really drove me nuts with his art, including when we get to him, I believe Clown Hunter might be 93 years old. He he looks just ancient. And even just the way the Deathstroke deal. I mean, it really threw me off like, this is supposed to be a little kid and you're stressing in the story that it's just a young kid who's, you know, just trying to do some things. And yet it looks like my grandfather who died like 30 you years say ago. That. All you can see is his nose and lips. How does this look like your grandfather? Did your grandfather wear a mask the entire nose time? And like lips. I'm looking, look at the panel. I'm just looking right now where you end up where they're looking on the screen. Yeah. And, the, you know, at the same that is an old man right there as Clown Hunter. You know what? The mask has worked. You'd never, you'd never imagine that was a child under that mask. <laughs> I mean, Identity <laughs> saved. <laughs> That's the thing. They're like, oh, my God, who do you think Clown Hunter is? I don't know. Senior hey, citizen. We're going to go and check the senior citizen home because he saw all that. We got to go to Denny's for the early bird special <laughs> to get that Clown Hunter. <laughs> the Deathstroke mask even throws me off a bit here. Some of the stuff. The thing is, I'll give you crap and stuff like that just because I like to, but I'm not a huge fan of the style because I'm not a huge fan of Howard Porter's art style, and this apes it a lot in my mind. This might be the normal style of this artist, but I'm just not a huge fan of all the lines and all the angles because it just makes things look weird to me. For some reason, the art in this, while it is completely passable, and it might be fine for a lot of people. It doesn't ruin it, I don't think, for me. This is the big mini event of the year, you know, after Trial of the Amazons and War for a Three. This is the one that really means something, Jim, and I think the art should just be a little bit better in my mind. Well, and then when you go to the Robin book next, it is. I mean, that's the problem with my deal. And so I just wanted to say I have actually kind of been defending the art and saying, because it's not your style, it's more of something that I usually go with, I don't like it in this issue. It doesn't ruin it for me. It just, when I saw Clown Hunter, I just, I just looked at him and just started laughing, which I usually do anyway. Who are you, I'm not Benjamin a big fan. Button? Not a big fan, really. Uh, is he a reverse Benjamin Button? So you end up here where you start the issue. And yeah, the big play is, oh my God, Respawn's dead. Now, we talked about this. Nope, I, I'm going to start shooting. I'm going to start shooting my horn right Go now. Eric. <laughs> and it's not just that I said last issue that he was dead. What I want to toot my horn about is about three issues or so ago when you had Deathstroke really going over the my top. Boy. I love my boy. This is my new boy. We started joking that they were going to call him Special G, which is funny because it's mentioned in here that he's upset that he didn't get to name him. Special G, Eric. I think Clay Slade. I'm sorry, Clay Wilson. Clay Wilson. So I said then that there's no way. Respawn's dying. This way that this is set up, and I don't know if I'm in tune with Joshua Williamson lately or whatever, but I said he's going to die. And then we see him jump in front, and we had the debate of whether he's dead or not. And then when I read this issue, I'm like, they're really, really, I mean, I know that you're going to demand, and I still think there's that heart we talked about that maybe with Lord Deathman, that's not actually Damien's from the Robin book, that you actually will be, but they're really trying to give you, they show you they're the body. trying a little too hard, if you ask me. <laughs> they show you the body. So right there is one of those is trucks, this right? is. Then they mention the healing factors. Even with his minuscule healing factor, he would never be able to survive this. He was dead before you brought him to the, me. The funny thing about that is, is what really cracks me up is actually the thing, the healing factor is working against us. I'm like, you're really pushing that he is dead as a door. Now, now, the only thing that I'll tell you that I agree with you is that, you know, Dr. Crime here, I, I don't trust this guy with them glasses. 
He's a rock star. I said to you beforehand, the idea that a, a doctor comes out and he has star glasses on, sunglasses type deal, whatever, and he says, your boy's dead. We can't bring him back. I want another opinion. What the opinion I want is, doctor, take off those stupid glasses Look, and act normal. Crime doctor even says, even if you took him to some fancy place where surgeons aren't wearing rock star sunglasses, he'd already be dead. Now, he says this. Now, with all of the but setup, at this point in time, what's Dr. Crime deal? got to lose here? Because he, he still thinks he's going to get paid at this point in time. There's no that reason to true. give Slade bad news. That's the real Unless crime. Unless he's working Eric. for somebody else. <laughs> or... Here's the play here. I mean, uh, other things. Maybe we can start to, you know, finagle some theories going on here anyway that it's a weird play here where usually you would say, well, we'll throw him in the Lazarus pit. I mean, you can tell no, me all the fanciness up, but the Lazarus pit is off. We Something's don't know wrong. what's wrong with it. So I don't know if this doesn't end with Slade just not knowing that it's off, not that, and then throws Respawn in and then we really get some now dead is definitely better. And we'll find out some things from that. I'm not sure. Slade's pith. I mean, he's like, I'm going to kill you right now just for the bad news. He's killing Messenger. Well, even at this point in time, the idea of, you know, Respawn being dead, who I still want to go with the idea that his name would be Clay Wes Wilson. But the idea, though, it's not never going to be Special Grant. (laughs) Special G. Uh, But the idea, though, it's like, okay, all bets are off. Talia Al Ghul and our goddamn ninjas killed my boy. For up to this point, we have had Slade on the run with Respawn and even Ravager and stuff like that. We've had the Batman Incorporated going and babysitting the rest of the Secret Society of Supervillains, the whole Deathstroke Inc. squad, because the ninjas are after them. Batman doesn't want anybody to die until he defuses the situation to find out who actually killed Ra's al Ghul. But now all bets are off. Now it's time to get his boys back together and take the freaking fight to uh, to Nepal there and take out the entire, you know, demon's fist and demon's shadow. That's a suicide mission. It is. And the problem is Talia and then just all this. Nobody seems to realize that each step each of them takes just makes things worse, which happens. I mean, I'm not even saying escalating or whatnot, but. For the most part, Slade was going to lay loose because he didn't want Respawn to My get boy. involved in this. He is boy. He didn't want him to get in trouble, get hurt, get killed. She took the fight to him. She kills him. And now Slade says, I have no reason now not to do anything and goes on a suicide mission. But and that- Slade, you got to understand, there's no way in my mind that Respawn is actually dead. Just wait a few minutes, you know, to still hunker down over. Look, the thing is, Slade. I don't care what they say. He was cloned from your blood, you know, made into a boy with Talia Agu and you. He has a healing factor. That's the reason he was brought to life. Eric, remember it was you, working against do you, him. Do you remember, Slade, when you were actually dead and all it took for your dead body to come back to life was a fucking leper to touch you? That's all it took. Let's get let's get Raptor over here. Touch your dead boy's body. He'll be fine. And if people don't realize that in the Christopher Priest run, you ended up having Raptor bring back uh, Deathstroke from the dead because of his leprosy. For being gross. Because the leprosy going in activates the healing factor, brought him back to life. Nonsense. But that's the case. I'm surprised that you don't have him at least mention that or something or the idea where Rose is there because Slade's off. I I don't mind Slade going, oh, my God, my boy. They killed my boy. He's not thinking right, whatever. He hasn't this entire time as far as I'm concerned. I know. And Rose should be there to say, well, Dad, you've died like 17 times. Like, he might not be dead like maybe we can figure this out but the way that joshua williamson that's kind of one of the things i don't love about the start of this issue is you're like you said you're overselling it now you're saying you're overselling it because eventually he's coming back Definitely i think that back. he's overselling it because it doesn't make sense to have him die this way so you have to oversell it. you really have to throw the evidence out there over 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 so that you don't sit there and go well he has a healing factor well why does this and it just didn't make complete sense to me but it did make me laugh because i did tell you that he was gonna die but that does set the thing going on we'll we'll see but when you end up going off from this then we see batman and robin damien and batman confronting foe stroke yeah foe stroke here where if you this ends up and i'll just say you have said in the harley quinn book that you had sam kevin's girlfriend if you're reading that book was going to be verdict this new villain and then you started saying it's too over the top. It's too on the nose. Things. It's too on the nose. This issue, at me, in my mind, 
it almost felt like that at first where there's going to be the swerve when you have this faux stroke like i worked with you at one i am so tired of batman being the dumbest person in the books that's going on because it seems like every cool like you knew it issues ago and it just even blew me away that batman's that dumb but deathstroke seems to know what's going on everybody seems to know that our big reveal for the this part of our you know shadow war part six and seven geo force is the faux stroke that took the freaking gun and killed at racial goal but batman Unless he's being really quiet about this, which would piss me the hell Why off. Like would this, he be? Sh- share your thoughts, Batman. Please do something here. But he just seems to be in the dark about this, and it pisses me off. Just to to do the horn here. Here's the first clip, Eric. Just so people realize that me and you have talked about this months ago when this first started. I think it was actually the second issue of this whole Shadow War deal where we said this. Here we go. It looks like wow. a Deathstroke, but a Deathstroke in a classic outfit. Now, there's a lot of clues. On that first scene, the, the big deal. I said, I'm not going to toot my own horn here, yeah. Eric, but I will toot my is. own horn. I might not be right, but the idea of it, it has to be Geoforce. It yeah. has to be. It has to be Prince Brion. There we go. We said it right away. We're not smart, guys. It was so obvious. In this issue, it does it again, where Batman now finally seems to have finally realized, but he still won't say it it's so ridiculous because he ends up you know going against this bow stroke here trying to stop him this guy ends up hey i want to bring down both talia deathstroke all that damien's pissed off you killed my grandfather all these things going down and then they let him get away uh, he gets well, away not only just get away but he was able to you know <laughs> break through a brick wall and damien's like how was he able yeah. to do that and when they finally get to his actual escape thing he escaped again oh my god there's a giant sinkhole that he used here uh, what caused this cave in? I didn't hear any triggers of explosions yeah. and stuff like that. I'm like, come on. Come really? on, guys. Like, you're playing this like this now. And then Batman goes and looks. Now, it seems to me as if you Batman has something, finally, don't you? finally realized. Like, he's like, wait a second. This is the second tunnel this person's made. He rent through there. He's got. Oh, and he's, yeah, I worked for you. And I try. Oh. And in this part of the timeline, I swear, Deathstroke's known for days already. Yeah, he has. I he did. He went to that. He went to the at, scene of the crime. Yeah, looked at the freaking rooftop. Like you know what, Geo Force. And that was the thing. The play was Deathstroke said, "Oh, I'm looking at it through the eyes of a killer, not through the eyes of a detective." No, no, no. You were doing detective work. Batman's terrible. He has been terrible for a long time. And detective even if he is a good wise. detective, he is a terrible teammate and father. And I hate this aspect to him. Yeah, and, and even then he's like, Damien's, do you have something to say? Do you? <laughs> and he's like, father? And he doesn't say anything. And it's only so you can get the reveal next issue. But still, this is, it was very obvious from the beginning that Batman took the wrong trail of clues. We said he, he was worried about the tailor of a suit, not the idea of the biggest clue was a giant burrowed hole, hole that nobody made with. Again, it happens. He's like, huh. He's looking at the dirt. Oh, my goodness. But you go off then to where you have Ghostmaker and Clown Hunter guarding Deathstroke's guy. And the rest of the, the Batman's like that are still alive, which is still kind of weird because, you know, this is all a Joshua Williamson story and stuff like that. And leading out of the Robin book and the Deathstroke Inc. book, which he's, you know, both writing. But in that whole thing, when you had the idea that on that Lazarus Island, during the League of Lazarus tournament to the death, you had the freaking Jiro Kawatu, Batman of Japan, Batman, not, not Jiro Kawatu, yeah. but his name's Jiro, no, but the but, Batman yeah. of Japan. In that tournament, at the end of the whole thing, when Talia finally showed up, it's like, all right, everybody, you're joining the freaking League of Shadows or you're going to die. And that seemed like a thing that like was happening until Raptor was you know, pursued by the League of Shadows itself. And then here you have the, the Batman of Japan with the rest of the Batman Inc. like he should be. I, like, I want to know that story about how yeah, he got from League of Lazarus yeah. to this to make sure that he's being protecting the secret society from the League of Shadows, which he should be a part of now if he's still alive. Well, maybe they could talk to Clown Hunter. He's a wise old man, Eric, as he's standing there. But I like that you have the secret society where they're just at that table. They don't even give them, like, cards to play or anything. (laughs) They're all just staring at each other at that table. Give them some snacks or something. But the idea of we're protecting them, oh, no, we're getting attacked. Oh, is it the ninjas? Is it Talia? How would she know that we're here? It's not that Slade's kind of a dick because they're coming in here. And just, you know, use a door, at least say, hey, I'm here. No. I guess they probably wouldn't this boy answer. Is dead, but Jimmy's pissed. I, well, yeah. Well, he just busts through. I like that. You end up having Ghostmaker's like, I'm going to charge Batman for this. Really? He ain't got no money, buddy. You, you're the one. You're the tech guy and all that. But 
you end up where he's coming back. I'm getting my can society. I, can I say Let's a weird editor's off. note that's not in this where this issue takes place before, you know, I think the, the latest issue of The Flash because Gerner is alive and well in here and part of the Secret Society of Supervillains. Him and Skeletor. I mean, Dr. Destiny. Oh, yeah. I like seeing Skeletor there. He's there for a little comic relief. Uh, but yeah, he comes in, he's getting a society, and they're going off to take it to tell you. That's it. This is a suicide mission. We Screw you, Batman. It's just the greatest idea, too, because you have Destro come in here, tell us to like do a rah-rah speech to us. team, like, we're getting out of here, we're going to go do some secret society shit. And the idea is like, come on, Ghostmaker, I've heard about you. Ghostmaker's talking shit, but ultimately it's like, look, Batman asked me to do a favor, fuck this. You guys do whatever the hell you want. I'm out. <laughs> I saw some people not like this. And oh, it works I, for me so well. I think it's great. Because even then, Ghostmaker's like, the hell? I, I mean, I'll do what Batman's going to ask me because we're kind of bros here. But yeah, I don't care. You go do it. But you even want. the idea that you elevate Ghostmaker in this with a small amount of time that you actually do it where Slade does break. And then the idea is like, you really think I don't have trackers on my people? Surprise, we never met. I heard stories about you. And then Ghostmaker goes, and I, you, I always thought you were a bit overrated. A lot of talk and not enough walk. But what should I expect from a guy who usually goes after kids? I'm like, whoo. That's pretty vicious. And I mean, if you were going to set up what is going to be a geoforce trigger and that might even kind of give you a little hint to get towards that, though, we don't have that here. But he ends up saying that. And really, he's there because he says they took my boy. I love the idea that Destro thinks that Clown Hunter is that close. This your boy? Maker. <laughs> like, I'm going to take your boy now. I swear that I thought Ghostmaker was going to leave just then. Like, really? That's my boy? Like, I'm out of here. He does feel bad, though. I mean, in the way, Ghostmaker is one of those guys we have had it being verified. The guy has no empathy or feelings. No, he's a psychopath. He's, he's, he's a psychopath. But I think that he does have a little loyalty to, to Clown Hunter and, and has maybe got a little affinity to him. So, it, But it Joshua Williamson doesn't play it up too much, which is good. I mean, he's not like he does lay it down, but he lays down his thing saying, yeah, Batman would be pit. like it's all Batman. Like I promised him this. I promised well, him that. Well, not even but- that. The idea that for some reason Ghostmaker believes that if he allows this to happen, Batman would cross the line. And in my mind, it's almost a thing where Ghostmaker does enjoy where he is right now. He might not want like Clown Hunter dead because the idea he doesn't. It's not that he cares about him or has empathy for him. But right now, in my mind, because of who he is. He is in the middle of training. He doesn't want to see all that time spent wasted in that element of just killing Clanner because he is in the middle of trying to have his own version of a Robin to a degree. But the idea that he thinks, what he says here, is that if you killed him, Batman would finally cross the line, which would put Batman in Ghost Maker's League. And he doesn't want that. He likes being better than Batman, that he will cross the line where Batman won't. So he doesn't want that. So it's, it's, it's kind of a cool idea of the way it's played out in my mind here. They had an editor's note here. You didn't see this one either. He says, Batman would finally cross the line if I let Clown Hunter die. Editor's note, Jason Todd right now is really pissed. He's like, <laughs> the idea that Clown Hunter is going to make him do that. Damien, I like all of them. But you, it's okay. And like we said. They might not be real, but I like the justification of it from, uh, from Ghostmaker. I, I like I actually really love when he just says that screw it. <laughs> I'm just doing this as a favor. And I mean, you have to remember, and that's where things get a little convoluted. And even the things that I saw that people were talking about this, I think they're losing track of the idea that Deathstroke really is just coming and getting his own guy and stealing a bat plane. Right. And yeah. And, and, but it's not Talia coming and saying, I'm going to capture them. This is his team. These yeah. are the guys. They're there to be protected from Talia so that everything goes. He's here to get his team. Because he needs cattle fodder. Yeah, and at the end, Ghostmaker's probably just like, he doesn't care. If you want to get your team, get your team. If you die, that's on you. I'm just here to protect him while you were away. You're back. Go. He does end up stealing the plane and blowing up the building. I'm like, really? You jerk. Uh, And that's where I said where Ghostmaker's like, I'm billing Batman for this. I I don't think he's going to be able to pay for that, Ghostmaker. And you know that, but. They end up flying off. They get the bat plane, which is a good play of when they do get to Nepal. And Talia ends up thinking that it is Batman and Damien. Oh, my boy has returned. <laughs> there are a lot of people stuffed in that plane. There's going to be a lot of some people are there like, who's sitting on my hand? Who's doing this? You got a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of people, including, like you said, Girder. Big boy. <laughs> Skeletor. Uh but yeah, they end up going, and in that point, you get Angel Breaker talking with Talia, and a lot of this is a lot of talky talk. Well, even the idea where, yeah, Talia, talk about what's been going on previously. I couldn't get Black Canary on our team. Hey, hey, we still have, like, you know, just a little wink, wink to the reader. Me and her have background. Couldn't get her to come along. But when you go back to, like, Mother's Soul and the idea, take her back to Lazarus Island and all this other stuff, 
And you have that weird connection now because up until this point, you had the League of Lazarus trying to raise the demon through the Lazarus fluid and stuff like that and even taking over Connor Hawk's body because he was the winner. And it's such a weird thing because it was just like a, like a green, almost ke- chemo kind of demon looking thing. Yeah. But now the idea is like, you don't understand. Rachel Gould dying. That's part of the prophecy, Talia. And now that he's dead, the true demon will turn. Nezha will rise. And I'm like, the fuck out of here. You're trying to tie in the world's finest Nezha to this because for anything I've seen so far from the, like, the flashback story of the world's finest with Batman and Dick Grayson Robin, it doesn't tie into anything with the Lazarus freaking little pits or anything that we've seen so far or any, any kind of goddamn prophecy. No, and then, yeah, once you throw this prophecy out there, and uh, that kind of throws me off. It, but it did, does uh, throw like, me off. I don't understand. Here. Did we already destroy the, the initial prophecy on Lazarus Island when we stopped Connor Hawk from being the host of the demon? It kind of just ended, though, and that's the thing. Me and you really do like the Robin book, and the, the Lazarus tournament itself, that, that really didn't play out very well. And people now retroactively start talking about that book as if it, it failed nowhere. Like, it, everything was spot on. Great. There were a lot of things that weren't explained or whatnot. And then when you throw this in here, I just thought that it was unnecessary. You don't need to do that. Maybe this is what goes off, and the Robin book is going to end in a couple more issues. Maybe that's how you tie it up is and it end, end or whatnot. Well, I don't know. They haven't announced if anybody's taking it Because I know Joshua Williamson's off the book, but I don't know if it's going to end. I don't know that they end up continuing it don't without him, especially because mind. the next month Batman and Robin comes out from Mark Waite, which continues the story. So I don't know if the Robin book ends up going i didn't even know if you were aware of that wasn't that actually book coming out is yeah, it going to so, come out with like batman and robin but have robin legacy numbers no maybe i don't know but it is a batman and robin book by mark wade and when you read i thought okay is this going to tie it looks like it ties into all of this stuff Crazy. so it looks like that's going to be the deal it's like a mini event they call it though so we'll see that's we'll what see i call what's this. going on yeah really but you end up where it's funny because when you do have talia and angel breaker walking it really Feels to me like a very like Star Wars esque Emperor Darth Vader, even a Darth Vader and Grand Moff Tarkin and Tarkin is what I was going to say. Almost that idea of what leave now in our moment of glory. Like it gets to that even more <laughs> the next issue, but it did feel like that. It feels it does feel big. I mean, some of the stuff in this, it's not the greatest. You're just getting the talky talky, but it does feel important and big, and that's why I like this event. But this issue. You're setting things up. I mean, that's what you're doing here. When is it, this happens a lot when you have two issues in the same week of an event sort of like this. And we've had this before, where the first issue, more of the setup, and then you get the big reveals in the second, the way that they play that out. So I don't mind this issue. What it wasn't are you talking great. about? Respawn is revealed to be dead here, well, Jim, I mean, supposedly. Yeah, I think that, that was like the deal of everybody's like, all right, Respawn. Me and you seem to be the biggest fans of Respawn out there. And the thing is, I hated, hated him initially when he first came out, but when we tied it into Slade and Talia, going back to the whole Deathstroke versus Batman arc in the Deathstroke book, with the idea that Damian Wayne thought that maybe Deathstroke was his actual father, and the tie into that and what it means, because in a world where you have the, the demon's in head here, the entire League of Assassins, like, we need to continue our lineage. We need the best male suitor for Talia al Ghul. Batman happened to be that. But in a world where there is no Batman and or Bruce Wayne as Batman, Deathstroke is the number two choice always. So why not do that? Especially with the healing factor. It's an exciting thing, especially given Damien and like a weird half brother with like, you know, Slade healing factors. It was a very compelling story. And I refuse to believe that ends fucking right here. Because when it first came out, a lot of people pish posh it because we had that kind of play of maybe Damien was that in that Deathstroke Batman crossover back in rebirth but i like this and it's funny because when you said that about how we hated respawn at first like you love the double xl too but when you end up having these characters there are so many characters that we start off hating and then we end up really loving like kevin roundhouse at roundhouse both of those are the ones i think of right away that we didn't like at all and we grew to love him. And then when that happens, it really does make like a, a special bond. Then. Or I almost felt the same way with Jaime Reyes because I was a Ted, like, you know, Ted Cord freaking, you know, Stan at the first. And then Ted Cord died as Blue Beetle. And then you're like, oh, here's a new Blue Beetle. I'm like, over my dead body. Started reading. I'm like, I love this kid so much. You know, a lot of people even play that with Damien. A lot of yeah, people still agreed. hate Damien, but a lot of people, you hated him at first. I hated him for years until the new 52. Yep. The, the Ponzi deal ended up making you love him. And then you're like, when you realize how great the characters are, it, it just gives you that special bond. It is a shame. And I'm with Deathstroke because I needed that special G 
name being said, but I, I wanted him to get a name. I really did. I, 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 why didn't Why didn't Deathstroke name him right then and there right when he there. said, I was so mad that he didn't because I want to be right about Clay. If he is fully dead, do you think then he puts a name on the gravestone? I know he's not one. putting special G. That's for no, damn sure. What happened if he did? Would you laugh? How, how much <laughs> would you laugh? The thing is, it, it would continue on the idea that Deathstroke's not acting right because nobody would fucking do that. Well, I, I do want to point out something, too. I'm glad you said that right before we give our scores. When you do have uh, Ghostmaker and Deathstroke fight, Deathstroke goes down real quick, and he says, and I know that Shadow, you, you know, slow, that old man. Ghostmaker is, is good. I mean, you can't go with the idea Prime. of that, but that even shows he's off. Like, him going down that easy, really, like, you're getting slow, old man, all that stuff going on, that I think that this might be leading to something. And, and, and I think that Deathstroke's going to play a big part in the Dark Crisis, so we'll see what all that means and whatnot. Uh, but that's it. He wants to bring back the multiverse to get his respawn back so he could name him. That'd be the best there. But what would you get? I think this is a bit of a down issue. I'm not a fan of the art style in it and just the idea that our entire thing is pretty much based on the concept of well, the only feels I got from it was, oh, my God, Clay Wilson is dead. And he never <laughs> got a freaking name. But the thing going past that, it's like, OK, everything we've done right now where the Batman Inc. was put together to, to protect the secret society. Yeah, we're just going to go and do that real quick in this issue and then take the fight to them, even though it's the opposite of what we're doing previously. So it's just like a weird reversal of what we were previously doing. And we just got to, you know, to the uh, the demons. Uh, what is it? This the demons shadow, the demon. Yeah, shadow. Yeah, yeah. And now we're just going to take the fight to, to Rachel or Talia Ghul while Batman and Robin are just doing bullshit because we're all saying yelling at him. It's Geo for stop acting stupid. So I'm not a huge fan of this issue. I do like the progression because of where we're going but 6.3 out of 10 yeah i'm a 7 out of 10 i'm just gonna you know basic seven i agree though the the problem with this is the idea that again batman doesn't know what's going on he never does and if he does he's being a dick about it Uh, yeah and and that's the thing i wish that you had this play because again destro could be off just because of the idea of having a son back again whatnot he was off before that you could have played a little though with batman Going in with he's a little off because Damien's with him. But Batman's just terrible. He can't figure anything out. He's behind everybody. Deathstroke's figured this out already. Even when you start the series off with the idea, oh, my God, is Batman and Robin back together again? What do you say? Like, Dad, what do you say about this? Like, I think you could have you killed Alfred. And if I had been there, he'd still be alive. I have a clip. Why the hell would you say that just to freaking retcon it later on? That's not what I meant. But like, that's what you said, asshole. I will hear the clip when I tell you exactly what they were doing. But even with that. The idea, like, there's Batman and Batman he's, kind sucks of, in the story. he's kind of in the backseat of this, which I get it. It's Italia, Deathstroke, whatever, but he's there to be there, but he's Even not doing anything. Even when he anything. shows up to Italia and starts making out with her, I'm like, and then like, oh, that was a mistake. I'm like, what is going on here? It's like a fucking fever dream. A lot of, a lot of swerves, Eric, but what is the next book that we're talking about? Next up, we have Robin, number 14, written by Joshua Williamson, with art by Roger Cruz, Norm Ratman, Luis Guerrero, and Troy Pateri, and with this, we have part seven of the Shadow War, the penultimate issue, where we have the Secret Society of Supervillains, the Deathstroke Gang, taking it to Talia's Demon's Fist. And I keep messing it up because you have the Demon's Fist here who actually peace out, like, you know what, we're out of here. But the Demon's Shadow. Demon's Fist basically is the same. And I like the play. It's the same as Ghostmaker. They're there for orders and a little loyalty. Look, because, you know, we're late and I was going to do this, you know, hang out here. But you know what? Go fuck yourself, Talia. When the shit hits the fan, they're like, yeah, this isn't exactly what I want to be. I, I want to play into this a little bit, too, because you had the Demon's Fist uh, like in, uh, introduced back at the beginning of the Damien's original Teen Titans run, where he was the leader with Starfire and stuff like that. But like um, in that, you were had them facing up against the demon's fist, and the leader of this is Mara, who's his cousin. I wanted to have some more familiar connection here before she just like you know I know we're family and all, but fuck you, tell you I'm out. That's my prop. That's my biggest problem with this whole story is not what we're getting; it's actually what we're not getting. I think it could have been expanded, especially when you're dealing with personal things, very family based story, and you end up having Geoforce. When we get the reveal, the big thing, and he says. Deathstroke messed with my family. Done and done. He doesn't say anything about, like, we wanted more of that with Tara. Talk about Tara, please. I wanted more of that. I wanted the more connection with that. Well, not only that, can you give it the connection that it deserves just because we had in the, like, the rebirth era of DC Comics with the Deathstroke book where we had the Team Defiance where Tara was on that team and not dead. And we wanted like, an explanation. How do, you, how do you play it up anymore now? Yeah, and I said at one point I thought they were going to be as simple as 
This guy keeps stringing her along. He keeps grabbing her, making her think weird things, whatever, but we don't get anything. And that weird actually sexy things? is upsetting. No, not now. Or maybe. Uh, I don't know how old she is now, how they play old it enough out. enough to smoke. The idea, well, there you go. But I was 11. The idea, like, you could have played Geoforce, you know, Brion. He needed her because of what was going on in Markovia and all the things going on that she was off doing the Deathstroke stuff again. And he's always grabbing her, always putting ideas in her head. It would have been that simple. But just saying, yeah, he's always messing with the family. It wasn't enough. I don't think it was enough to give a lot of people who may not know what that was or what's going on. Just mention her by name so we know that that's what he's talking about. Because a lot of people wouldn't know. A lot of people have even started reading at Rebirth even and would only know Tara in that. So you don't have to go to particulars. Just mention her and you don't. And then you have Mars. She just, yeah, we're family. We're out. Not even getting the connection of that where you have that deal with Damien finding out about Respawn where he seems to be so upset because he had family. Well, he does. She's here too. Him and Mar don't get along. But again, maybe this would be a way because this is a little different Damien. I mean, a lot of times Damien doesn't get along with anybody. No. And maybe he could have, you know, have more of a connection that she could show up. If you're out there reading DC versus Vampires Hunters number one this week and you see that Damien Wayne and that, this is not that Damien anymore. This is not the douchebag Damien. This is the Damien that wants to grow and be a better person and a hero. But everyone around him just keeps making him want to be this piece of shit, including his father for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So when you're you're doing all this, it's a big fight. You end up having Batman go off to Ghostmaker. Hey, what happened? Well, it was his guys. He went off. He's going to go fight Talia. What oh, is no. this and, play, and Damien's though? the one who figures it out. Where we take the Ghost Dream, Ghostmaker's ch- uh, ship to like Talia, I'll go to go and stop the big war that's happening. You know, the Shadow War, where you have all of Batman Inc. and Batman and Robin and Ghostmaker and Clown Hunter and stuff like that. But the idea is like, we're going to put on these bat-shaped jetpacks. We're going to go down there stealth style so nobody can see <laughs> us coming. I'm like, it doesn't matter. No one's paying attention to you because Damien just says, I'm done with your bullshit. You're going to apologize about talking about how I killed Alfred. You didn't mean that and we could be father and son again. I'm coming with you because, you know, Batman tries to make him stay behind because he doesn't want to lose him yeah. like you lost Alfred. So it becomes a thing. But Damien's, I don't even know what Damien's plan was here because he just jumps out of the jet with no jetpack, no parachute, and Batman has to jump out and save him. But nobody needs these stealth jetpacks because nobody cares that Batman Inc.'s coming. The thing is, the funny play is that Damien jumped out of that plane when he was with Talia. This is his MO. This is what he keeps doing. Remember when he jumped out fast? He just and wants he attention. Robinson, he's like, is this his version of stomping up the stairs and slamming your bedroom it door? It does seem like that where he comes. I laugh, though, that in this, too, where uh, an era at this point where Batman has no money, you can't do the normal where Batman would always have his cave, all these things blowing up of his. But you can't replace. So now Ghostmaker, unfortunately, he gets his stuff blown up. But that guy has tons of money. Sure and does. they go off. And yeah, he ends up. Damien ends up realizing, no, I know what's going on. He's heading off to go take care of mother. And so they're going to go off and do that as we see that fight. Pretty cool page and really good art. I love the art in this issue. So you end up having that. It's really neat. And it it is funny to look at some of these. A lot of these characters that are fighting, a lot of them are a little bit of schmucks. So it's funny to watch him getting just ripped apart at points. Well, it's not only the idea where you do have a lot of cannon fodder here between yeah. the secret society, like, you know, who cares about the body doubles if something happens to them, but even the idea of the, the demon shadow or demon's fist here, you don't really care. But for some reason, Joshua Williamson is really trying to go the James Tynan the fourth route where James Tynan brought in Ghostmaker and said, look at this character. He's always been here. Bruce's best friend since childhood. You just never saw him before. Kind of making this character bigger than you ever thought possible without having that really do any work about it. Josh Joshua Williamson is doing the same thing with his character, Angel Breaker, who's a part of the League of Shadows, where now before we saw that, like Angel Breaker, she was trained by Black Black Canary. Oh, my. They have a past together. And when Ghostmaker shows up here, oh, my God, Ghostmaker and Angel Breaker, they have a connection to him. Like, well, this Angel Breaker, she is the Ghostmaker of 2022. And then she is. And it was kind of spelled out that they had this weird connection. It's so funny to me that we're bringing Batman, Batman Inc. back. And the last time we had this, we pretty much shut it down because Talia's Leviathan got so pissed off about there being a Batman Inc. that she killed her own son. <laughs> it's all twisted and turning, I'm right? Like, Let's not bring that back because bad things happened last time. That then happened. Then she got Leviathan taken away, which ends up getting Geoforce mad. There's a lot of twists and turns here. But one of the things that oh my, threw me the off. Drama. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, the drama you end up where deathstroke faces talia 
says, hey, listen, I'd be funny if Slade's like, listen, we're going to fight. I know you're not that great a fighter. She's like, what are you talking about? I can fight you. No, no, no. You no, lost no. the Catwoman. Catwoman took you down in a sword fight and Tom King's run a Batman. One of you the suck. last big fights you've been in, you <laughs> suck. But with that, when Deathstroke says, listen, I didn't kill your father. But I don't care now. I'm going because you killed my boy. Also, when he says, your boy toy was trying to... I had no idea that he was talking about Batman. <laughs> what do you think he was talking, he about? talking about? I didn't know. I'm thinking, boy Shawn toy. Michaels? No, the problem, maybe. The problem is he keeps saying, boy, 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 about, you know, about respawn. My boy, my boy. So when I end up, I'm like, oh, oh Batman, boy toy. Okay. But yeah, they're going to end up now when imagine she says, this. I don't need Batman. So With Batman Inc. being here and essentially a version of a Leviathan, even though it's just the League of Shadows and whatever you want to call it at this point in time. But with all this going on here, Slade winning revenge, would it have been crazy if he shows up and pulls out that golden gun that Kathy Kane oh, had I at the end yeah. of the Batman Inc. and just shot her in the head like Kathy Kane did in that? Think of this, Eric, and keep this in mind for everybody if you listen to this week's podcast. I think that they reserve that for the end of Detective Comics oh, this no. week for crying out loud. Yet. But you end up where when all this is going on, you have a bunch of characters on teams that basically say, yeah, you guys can fight it out. We don't want to get involved this much. We're going to skedaddle. But then you even have Deathstroke, who basically comes and says, I didn't do anything to your grand, but I don't care about that anymore. Now we're going to fight. So it gets very personal. But that's when you do have the ghost stream coming in, like you said. Everybody is occupied. Ghost Occupado uh-huh. right now. Yeah, really. I got to get that now. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're going uh-huh. in and they're going to stealth in. Even with that, the idea that Batman has come up, it seems like his plan. Listen, we know that Deathstroke and his team here are coming in. It's going to be an all-out war on war here, and we're going to sneak in. I'm like, I think you're beyond sneaking. Just get in there. And I'll tell you, they're going through this plan that doesn't matter, and all I can do is sit there because you have the ghost stream uh, uh, come in, and you have Batman Inc. on top of it inside of this, and I'm like, all right, look at all these Batman and characters. My like, wingman is here. And the last time we saw Wingman, you know who Wingman was? It was Willis Todd, Red Hood's oh, father. Oh, yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, is this still Willis Todd? Because the previous Wingman died. And even before Willis Todd put on the Wingman suit, when we last saw Wingman and Batman Incorporated, it was Jason Todd in that suit. So who is Wingman here? Hey, I, I just don't think of those things as looking very stealth either, in my mind. But what are the bad jetpacks? They're going to jump out. Yeah, but jetpacks aren't necessarily stealth. But hey, we're going to go. It doesn't look like like a great glider but they end up where they it looks like an action figure accessory i had yeah, my does. kenner batman like returns figures in the 90s it looks far it that looks like battle armor to the extreme in my mind with the thing sticking out the back but that's where damien i don't know what he's sitting there they're all putting on the glide and he's like counting one two three four oh wait a minute we're one shot where's mine daddy daddy where is mine and he says you're not going now I like the idea of this, but you've already done a lot of things. With, I mean, you ended up going after this faux stroke with Damien right there. I don't the know. The dynamic duos back together again until right now. Until right now. And this is where we do get that talk now. And I again, just to toot my horn, Eric, and this is just for me. If you don't <laughs> but here's Ghost what truck. I said, because uh-uh. everybody was upset when Batman said, hey, you ended up having, if I was there, Alfred would have lived. It's your fault. You're to blame. And me and you Fucking discussed dick. this. And I said to you what I thought would happen on the page, Eric. Here it is. Do you think that what Joshua Williamson is trying to do is not have him say, if I was the one there, I could have saved Alfred. What I think that Batman is doing here is saying, I'm sorry that you were the one there. I should have been the one there. Do you think he meant, listen, it's not your fault. I, I should have been He's there. A fucking well, idiot. this is the problem. He says, Damien, I didn't mean. And he goes, yes, you did. Batman just stands there. That's when I really think that he is being even more of a dick because he could just walk over and grab him and say, no, no, listen to me. If I was there, I could have saved him, but I wasn't. And at the end, I do think that he's going to say this again and say, listen, let me finish. No, if I was there, I could have saved him. Unfortunately, I wasn't. It was my fault. I wasn't there. But again, it, it was goofy to even get mad. I knew that this was going to happen, but too again, little, you get too late. It might Batman. be too late. You went and played Magnum PI with your whore <laughs> girlfriend while I watched my real father die. Seriously, listening to that original <laughs> clip, you said those words. I'm like, I'm not going to make her say your word again. And then I said, Hey, no, no, that's not me. PI. That's the, the thought of and Damien dealing with his trauma. I got. I'm, I'm gonna acting. Set, uh, wait, I'm listen to the that. character. I'm method. Now you're almost making me have to grab the full clip for later because I <laughs> say to you, 
oh my god and you specifically then said that's not me talking i'm acting as damien yeah you are remember any of this but it all makes sense to me yeah legitimately i I knew this and it's funny like now you realize well that's not really that great a prediction but i just when people were losing their mind i knew we were going to get to this and what i said was and i'm glad that you're sticking to your gun because i said in that deal and that was the shadow or, you know, the, the beginning, the yeah. origin deal of that. And I said the alpha, the alpha. And okay. I said, what Joshua Williamson is going to do is he's going to try to get accolades at the end to try to get people. Oh, my God, Batman's such a great guy. But you're right. It's too late. And it comes in here where he's also just still doesn't feel right. And they kind of moved on from that again. So it's a weird play to have this at the last second to kind of get. You know, tugging at the strings here that really aren't there anymore. So I just, though, I'm never right about things, Eric. I had to point it out. But you end up where Damien's like, what? You're not going to give me a stealth glider? Well, I have one of my own. It's called nothing and jumps out. Boy, wonder. What is what is his end game here? <laughs> because Batman goes to I'm save trying. him, right? Batman goes to save him. But that doesn't resolve things because if Batman was any bit of a parent, he'd do something to still make sure. That Damien doesn't get involved And and even then I wish that Where we said I wish things were expanded a bit I wish this was more of the idea He does give that talk right that's fine But the idea you're going to go down there You're going to see your mother your head's Not right things are not right I'm going to go Down I'm going to you know quell the situation I'm going to defuse this and then we'll work Things out but you know Damien has To be involved and you have to show that Damien. I will a big tell boy you here. this though when they drop the jetpack And just go right into the middle of this battle here And Batman and Robin swoop down and hit the ground yeah. I'm like this is the dynamic duo that I want to see. Batman in this costume, Damien in this costume, just being Batman and Robin, just fly in and they're getting right to the point. I'm like, this is amazing. It looks so good. Yeah. And uh, just to point it out, I do believe when I saw the announcement for that Mark Wade deal, it was almost that panel there. Nice. It's the same deal going on. It looks like it is that progression. But yeah, now you have Batman Inc. going in, Batman and Robin, everything's going in. Ghostmakers there, he runs into Angel Breaker. Hey, baby. Haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? They have that little... It is so disappointing seeing you working with the Batman ghost maker. You only wanted me to be your Catwoman. Ooh, I'm getting sexy. And the thing is, I believe it because he's freaking always threatened by what Bruce can do and just wants to mimic oh, yeah. what he does to be the better version. I can totally believe that, and I want to see it. I Again, you said this is a James Tynan you know, deal. This is yeah. a Joshua Williamson playing James Tynan, getting these new characters. With a James Tynan character. I like Angel Breaker, though. I actually like her. I think that she could be intriguing. I don't know intriguing. enough about her. She's got a magic sword, and she wears a visor, and it works with Tal- that's all I know about the character. She was trained by the Black Canary, you know. <laughs> and I know that drives you nuts. It's like the idea of piggybacking on other things, but I don't mind her. I think that oh, she's shit, cool. I, like, I do like Dinah Lance. This character must be awesome. I like the character design, too, and I just want to know, right. does she get the mascara like that, or does she put it on and then cry so that it goes like that? You I know think what? That's, that's a boss cool. move. That is a boss move. Or is she just crying as she puts it on, stabs her eye? Uh, but yeah, they kind of fight off. That gets them together. But you do have Damien run off. He ha- he wants to find his mother. He wants to save her. He wants to stop all this. Runs into Rose, and Rose ends up. And this is why I do oh, like these issues. Know. I like that Joshua Williamson. He's not going too far with things. This isn't a Rose. Rose should never be crying. I lost my brother. She hated him. She hated him, and she says, "Well, I don't know. If she hated him, but she was very indifferent once he threw her through a window of a skyscraper. That kind of pissed her off a bit. But I don't think she hated Respawn. I think she actually says at one point, I didn't like him at all. <laughs> and so whatever. But that's because you never had a chance to know Clay, Clay Wilson. I want to say Clayed. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm special chief. But yeah, so you end up where he runs into Rose and says, you know, we had to come here. The reason why we're attacking is because of what Talia did, what your mom did to Respawn. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? You don't know. And you have that classic where it's the Batman move, but she takes the mask back. Uh, now we got to talk to dead. this little boy face to face. Yeah, yeah. And says, Your brother, uh, my brother, he's dead. Yeah. And just, just so I want to point this out, Eric, she says specifically, Talia's ninjas killed him just like they killed the hood. I hated Respawn, but he just wanted a family. She's just <laughs> talking. <laughs> she hated him. But. He did. He just wanted a family. That's where he became she endearing to me. in my mind, likes Respawn more than you like your brother. 
Well, holy moly! Now that is a Sophie's choice if I ever heard one. There, that is hate. Like on your hate. brother never threw you out of a skyscraper window, and I still think that you hate him more than Rose hates Respawn. The thing is, if this was me and I run into like you, I big smile on my face. <laughs> Guess what, Eric? I'm an awful. I'm like Ghostmaker. I have no empathy, but. She says that, and I think that that's when I became kind of, and it's weird. Remember when you had the over-the-top respawn who was just trying to get oh, yeah. Slade's attention and things like that? That's when I really fell in love with him, and that's when I knew he'd die. Whenever I get the idea of, oh, my God, he's so, because he did just want a family. He just they wanted to be somebody. They weeded it up too much for you to the point where it looks like a character could be happy, so they're going to die exactly. next issue. That's when I know there's trouble. That's why I'm waiting. If I'm ever going to be happy, you know the next day I'm dead. So <laughs> you end up where I I really started liking him, so it does hit a bit. Uh, but yeah, Batman comes in. I like you remember, Batman. Do you comes remember in the final it, like uh, season of Angel back in the early two thousands when all of a sudden all you wanted for that entire thing since Fred showed up was like Fred and Wesley to get together, and they had like one and a like a I think a half an episode where they finally realized, oh my god, I love you. And the next issue, he killed off Fred and made her a goddamn demon. I broke my heart and it still kills me today. There. It's when Angel gets his soul back, and two minutes later, Buffy has to kill him. I mean, every time something goes right, it's over. Uh, Batman comes in and goes, ah, break it up, guys. Like, uh, I feel bad for you. He's such a jerk. He's like, I'm sorry for your loss. We got to get moving. We got shit going on here. Well, even the idea was like, I'm sorry for your loss, Rose. Damien? son and he's like don't touch me dad i don't need that not from you we need to find mother i'm like stop saying that norman bates i know really and so again you have deathstroke and talia they're fighting and you know they're going back and forth they have a little bit of a you know a little sexual tension right going well, the on weird part is at this point that. in time talia is still pissed off because she believes that deathstroke killed your father but during this whole fight deathstroke's like look i didn't kill your old man but that doesn't matter anymore you killed my boy i'm gonna murder you like but, but yeah. if you didn't kill my father i don't care i'm not gonna talk about it no more your father's dead he was a piece of shit you're a bigger piece of shit i'm gonna kill you so it's just the idea it's like Huh, maybe I should like, you know, Talia is almost at the point where she believes Deathstroke, but can't let down her guard because Deathstroke is going to kill her. And then Deathstroke says, like, you're on the H. It was funny. I started going, what is he talking about the heroin? <laughs> you're chasing the dragon. I'm going to say here, I'm like, when did they say you're on the H? I'm like, chasing the dragon, I, I, I can love understand. The play of that. I think that that's a cool deal because it is like the, you know, a, a habit, but it's also you're always trying to be your father. You're always trying to be better than your father. You're always trying to grab that. You never will, whatever. And she's like, I don't care. I am the dragon. I'm not chasing shit and ends up stabbing him. And then is it kind of like a, a podcaster who always wants to be right and always wants to one up somebody else and be better than them chasing the dragon? It might be. Well, I, I got the dragon this week, Eric. That's I have to end up sitting here. I'm not on my seat. I'm, I'm resting on my laurels right now. I thought I thought those were phone books. Well, they are <laughs> a lot of them, too. But Talia Gould does tell us that she's not chasing the dragon. Bitch, I am the dragon. She is the H. And you end up then where she stabs Destro. Now, the setup of Splash. this makes me laugh because, again, when is Deathstroke dead or not? You, you can't play this. We're trying to play this with Respawn here. not dead from a freaking stab wound, that's yeah. for sure. Now, that's why I thought maybe you could have set something up earlier where you did. And I, I don't think they want Deathstroke to be dead, obviously. But to make it play out that you might believe it a little more, I wish that Angel Breaker, when she was saying almost like Tarkin, hey, we got to get you out of here. Oh, what our moment of glory? Maybe she says, listen, take this dagger. This has some poison just in case something goes on. Something a little bit that we would be like, oh, my God, maybe this will be something. But it's Deathstroke. So you don't. So he's there laying but in also blood. Also, the idea that Deathstroke has been acting wrong. Is it along the lines of a weird situation where Rachel Gould didn't want to use the Lazarus pits because there was something wrong with him, but he was mum the word. Deathstroke's been off. Is it because his healing factor is off? His body's maybe Maybe, dying? and it might be we the healing factor. Know. Yeah, and I wish that these things would have been spelled out. Maybe they will be, so we'll, we'll have to calm down. And wait, the other thing, though, I don't know, because the Deathstroke being off when we're saying this, you're also including, I know that you're including the Deathstroke Inc. book before oh, yeah, and in the, the Shadow yeah. War, the idea of King Deathstroke and things like that. He was just acting like a knight the entire time. I know we had some fantasy world bullshit, but him acting like a knight and a king that entire time felt yeah, so weird. Yeah, that was weird. And then we thought it was weird, and then when Joshua Williamson reveals in the books that, People are thinking that this is weird. 
We thought that was a clever deal, but we haven't got more from it. We Even need a little flash more. Even in Flashpoint Beyond number zero, where you have Batman with the chalkboard looking through all the different things where it says, is it, was that Flashpoint Beyond? But I'm pretty sure yes, it was. Yes, it was. Where it said it was. something's wrong with Deathstroke, or even Deathstroke. like a little hint on there. With all of that, I hope that all of that, because I don't think that was all just set up to try to confuse us with the faux Deathstroke, because like, oh, he's not acting right. Oh, he did this, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So I hope that we find out that if there is something especially because other people in the books are thinking this, that it is something that may be the healing factor. And that might be a deal where they say, you know, you just sit here and wait for him to wake up. I mean, oh, he's dead. Let's wait in there. You know, you're looking at your watch. That's a weird thing. If you think about the idea and if you're going to tie the demon Nezha, which I don't appreciate into this, but if you are the idea of the Lazarus pits, what do they do? They heal you. Healing. Is it something around the world right now that's dealing with some kind of healing situation where things have stopped what they usually do when they involve this? I don't know. Somebody check on Wolverine. Because what I know right now is that Respawn, he had a healing factor, but for some reason his ass is dead in this comic. It's working I don't against get it. itself. I love <laughs> what does that, that they even had mean? A, this kid had a healing factor that allowed his heart to be removed and given to Damien. He got shot six got, times here, dead. And they say his weak healing factor is working against him. No, you, you went too far originally with that, but... He was an organ donor. Come on. So, uh, yeah, yeah, really. And you end up where... She does stab him. Talia stabs him. He goes down. Rose comes in. More drama. Rose comes in. Oh, my God. And she says, he's dead. My father's dead. Very odd for her to say that in a way, too, that remember, she is also a precog that you would think that she'd be able to see ahead. But they, they haven't Dude, really have, dealt with that What was the much. last time we played with Rose Wilson's I know when pre-cog we did the powers. precog deal. The, the way that we played with it was Slade ended up getting her on his side saying, you're worried about what's happening because you don't see ahead enough and everything's blank, almost leading to the Dark Crisis deal. We even said that was too far ahead. She yeah. has like a little deal. Nobody plays with her precog shit I at know, all. I know, and you should. What was the should last say, time we saw at the beginning of that Deathstroke series when they brought Rose into this continuity as she is here and yeah. the idea like she might have seen somebody get hit by a bus? Was yeah, it, what was that, 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 that was what it was. It was. At, but again, Deathstroke mentioned it. But we haven't seen it. I wish that we would have seen her say here again. There's little bits that are missing where she says he's dead. And I know he is because he's not coming back later or something like that. She doesn't say we know he's going to come back. Honestly, I just want her to be like play acting right here. Like, oh, my God, my father is dead. So everybody here can leave the room before something miraculous happens because, you know, he's obviously dead. And you don't you got to you got to know that the body's dead. So that would be cool that she ends up seeing that he's, you know, obviously not and gets her the. Actually, in a non-continuity deal, we did see Rose with the precog in Deceased in the Unkillables oh, yeah, when yeah. she was talking they, they with Jason. They played whatever there, but I didn't count it because it was another universe. At least you saw it there and, and going. But uh, you end up that where all this is going down and then Faux Stroke, he just decides to come in here. Where do you come and he's from? Like, I, I know. I mean, did he have some stealth gliders as well? I mean, you had the idea that Batman thought they had to sneak in. Did he just tunnel to this freaking place? through the middle of the earth maybe he did because he comes in and basically is like hey uh, what's what a cool up? Costume, this is though. what i wanted uh, you like them spikes don't you yeah. he ends up where hey you know this is what i wanted you guys ended up screwing me i wanted you know you to die as well tally unfortunately you know i i wanted you to suffer and then die deathstroke's dead but hey we can deal with this because look at me haha i'm geo <laughs> i know <laughs> like, man really? i'm not oh, fooling nobody yeah, nobody at all. I like, too, is as this is still going on, the, Josh Williamson still thinks that nobody's figured this out. Oh, my God, there's a rumbling. Is there a earthquake happening? How could <laughs> this be? right now. <laughs> Rumble. <laughs> rumbling. And then even then, where Batman's just like, I know who you are. <laughs> you just figured it out, jerk. The idea that it has to be so on the nose, like, here's a little bit of more clue, but not only does, you know, Brian here not have to t- like just take off his mask and reveal it is Geoforce Brian Markov, but we have to have him tear off the entire Destro <laughs> costume that he's wearing to reveal the entire Geoforce costume yep, the underneath. The whole costume while the building is rumbling. And down. I guarantee <laughs> that nobody be like who's been reading comics within only the last 10 oh, years no. for the most part and is stuck to what's been currently going on. Maybe if you watch the Young Justice cartoon, but like, I just imagine there's a lot of people like who don't know like some old lore or anything like that who haven't been reading. But who's this? It's not a Mark Shaw reveal. I'll no, give him that. Not. But you know, a, right. Geo, a Geoforce reveal, hopefully, and we do get that. You know, Omega issue. You really need to spell out 
why he is upset, not just the idea. And, and it could really be a good way to tie up all of that Bendis nonsense with the whole, you know, Leviathan, the, and, Leviathan and, and Markovia yeah. and stuff like that. And that will be a good and reset, getting those assistant. things back. And, and yeah, so that I, I said, I don't know that they're going to go full. I, I just wish that you would just at least mention. Well, what was that issue I was talking about before? Because like I said, we have done this previously in pre-Flashpoint and it was done really well. It was yeah. the last will and testament of the DC universe. Because I think that's what it's called, because that's an amazing issue where Geoforce confronts Deathstroke about what happened to his sister and everything like that. And even ties in the idea of like Rose Wilson being under the like the the super soldier serum that like, you know, confused her mind. And then Tara was as well. And that's why she was acting so out of place, almost giving her a pseudo redemption for everything and how she acted at the end of her life in like the new Teen Titans in the 80s. But it was a great like, you know, confrontation between Brion and Slade. And I'm just like. Are we just kind of rehashing that? Because I don't feel you're ever going to top that. Well, that's the thing. I think that what you're doing here is you're not going to actually try to top it because at this moment, Slade's dead. I mean, I don't you think he is dead. that, man. Top but that. Yeah, yeah, you end up where this is going to be more about Talia. I think that that's why Deathstroke is out of the game right now and go with the Talia. But I do, I, I wish that you would actually, I mean, if you're going to play anything, we keep saying, you know, you can't go back, back because of the. You know, kind of child and adult and type deal, whatever. alive and not yeah, mattering. and alive and not alive. I wish that what we would get here is we would just find out that something went a little wonky after she left that Deathstroke Inc. You know, or the Deathstroke Squad. What was it called again? The Defiance. The Defiance. When she left that, something went wrong, and now he blames Deathstroke what for not cool being there. What a cool group that was, though. We had Jericho, Rose, cool. Deathstroke, Power Girl, freaking Kid Flash, and also Tara Markov. I'm like, that was an amazing group. Remember that cool cover with them in the white yeah, and black outfits? That's all it was I think awesome. of, honestly. It was so awesome. I love that. And we liked all the characters on. It was really good. But maybe this would be a way where Joshua Williamson can maybe give us a little hint of what happened to Tara after that. Like what she went and did after that or whatnot. We'll, or somebody we'll, can we'll actually bring up the on. idea that Power Girl, besides for weird possible futures, has never been brought up yeah. again since she – and I say t- Power Girl as the new Power Girl, Tanya Spears Power yeah. Girl. Like bring her back in a good way that makes sense for where we have previously left her off in that Deathstroke series. I'm telling you right now, Batman should be looking for her. She's a billionaire, Eric. She has money out the wazoo. And it's the worst part, though, because... And she was so smart and all that you know, stuff. We, we so gotta good. freaking fix some Bendis-isms in this book, and it seems like a lot of writers anymore are just fixing Tom King and Bendis stuff that, you know, they've done previously. That's but a full-time job now. Even when you had Future State, and we saw that Justice League in the future that were in Detroit again for some reason, where, you know, Billy Batson was the leader yeah. of that. When you had, the you know, the Tanya Spears power girl on that but she was called powerhouse now I'm powerhouse like, then bendis stole that and said that's what naomi's name is i'm like don't do that oh, i want tanya so spears more and that was a cool thing that when you go in the future a lot of times you hate that idea of you know the future deal that you kind of set in stone but you don't but the idea that we saw her that was cool like oh my god they remembered her and yeah it would be cool to kind of get that back together and see what happened but We'll see. We'll see how this, you know, and that's the reason that Brian was able to do this because she was the linchpin behind everything. Brian freed her and she was pissed off that nobody in her defiant squad went to save her from that weird pocket dimension. She and was also stuck in Tara. with Karen Starr, but with Karen, Karen Starr is kind of back, but not. Yeah, kind of. But yeah, the Omega issue, maybe it will, you know, resolve some things. Hopefully I like it this better. issue better than the Deathstroke Inc. issue. So do I, You're but still mostly, setting up things. It's really just set up in my mind, but what's that? I'm saying I, I like it better than the other one. Mostly it's the art though, because the thing is like the reveal of Geoforce here is just like the reveal of Respawn. It didn't mean much to my, me because I knew it was Geoforce for a while now and I still don't think that Respawn's dead, but even this whole idea, it's just finding out the stuff that for, for characters that we already know while continuing a fight that already started in the last issue and all this book really has going for it in my mind is better looking like, you know, art in, in the long run. And it's just, okay, we can finally, like, you know, put a pin in this and move on. But this issue, and for the most part, even though it looks better, didn't do all that much more than the previous issue in my mind. Yeah, you're right. At, at least you get to the deal. Now, you end up having a huge thing, but it's not huge because how many times are we going to see, say, a death stroke that we know as a healing factor die? This is not going to hit. I think that that's supposed to be a big deal. My oh, my father, God. Tell you he's one. dead. My father's dead. Like, he's oh, got no. stabbed. What are you talking about? The Robin deal with, you know, him going to be upset about Respawn. You needed a little more of that, too. And Batman just comes in and it's like, hey, break it up. Break it up. We got to get going. So a lot of things weren't able to hit because of the page space or whatnot or how they progressed in the pacing of the issue. But you do end up with, you know, big reveal, I guess, of Geo. It's me, Geoforce. Batman's like, I mean, that'd be funny if Batman's like say. right before. Oh, Batman, here I am. He's like, I know who you are. Metamorpho. <laughs> He's so off. <laughs> I know who you are. I know it was you all along, Halo. That's what I'm saying. It would be so 
Uh, I know it was you, Dreamer Beautiful. Not the beautiful Dreamer, Eric. No. Uh, but yeah, so at the end, oh, Geoforce. And like you said, I think more people than not, if you know Geoforce as a character, I think you already figured it out. If you didn't figure it out, didn't know Geo, then it's not going to hit. So it's a weird, weird cliffhanger, like you said. Uh, what would you give it, though? Like I said, the art's better, which I'm going to give it a better points in the last issue. So I'm going to give it a 6.8 out of 10. I'm actually going up to a 7.3. I'm going to add it. It's, there's little different things. I, I I could even I should go seven five because I think the art is a lot better. And I there's a little bit of moments in there. Like, that I like the way that this is handled with the characters and how they react to it, even though it's the same writer, which is weird. But the way that the same things that we dealt with in the previous issue feel like they were handled with more care here. Maybe it was just the art just making me do it. But for some reason, the voices felt better. The way they acted felt better. I agree. And we're just dealing with the same stuff over again. So it's weird. But the book does ultimately look better. but had almost the same kind of plot that we had previously. And I know that like some people like the seven, five, six, that those seem like low scores or whatnot. I'm still enjoying this. It's just that I think that maybe you're getting spread thin on three issues involved with each of the, you know, the storyline going in Batman, Deathstroke, Inc. and Robin. Maybe you could have just had its own little mini series type deal and gone and been a little tighter and told, uh, you know, a better story in the amount of issues going. But I'm still I'm still liking it. I still like what we're getting. I just it just keeps being something that I want a little more. Not mad what we're getting, just mad that we're not getting a little more of the personal touch because it does seem to be something based on the drama and the families and, and this, the and you're not and and you're not going enough into that because you're too busy with this immense a bunch of characters fighting and then saying sayonara sucker and leaving. So yeah, uh, I'm not disappointed, and I just I I kind of wanted a little more here. But what do you think the odds are of Wingman dying in this fight? Because it doesn't make any sense for him to be here for who the character previously <laughs> you think was. That they think that I'm telling you, Girder being there is worse. And I think that'd be funny if they both stab each other at the same time of them fall. Yeah, you <laughs> could try to stab each other. And yeah, there, there's sometimes that we'll point out, like, why is this character here? Why is that there? Girder and things, maybe you can kind of, you know, look past. I just, well, let's just imagine that Girder, for some reason, even though he's a part of the Secret he Society, he's a mad villains, ball rolling through so here. That'd be amazing. But the idea is like, he leaves this fight and goes get arrested immediately. He gets back to the States and goes to Iron Heights, where then Warden Wolf's like, I need you to go out and do some secret work for me. Where the Flash is pranking back. And like, you done fucked up, Girder. Kill that <laughs> fool. <laughs> Wingman doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Makes no sense. I- Jason Todd's father, Willis Todd, is still in disguise over here for some reason as Wingman. And Batman has no idea. No, nope, Batman's just like, look at you there, you cool guy. Uh, signing the checks that he doesn't have money to sign. Like, who does he think this Wingman is, though? Because he knows the last time he saw Wingman, it was Jason Todd in that costume. I think you're not supposed to think about that. <laughs> you're thinking too hard. Oh, my goodness, but. Yeah, there you go. That is the uh, Bananas TGIF, thank God it's Friday podcast, little Shadow War special. And going from here, we have our big podcast this week. I believe we have six more books to deal with, a bunch of bangers, as I was told, Eric. Uh, but yeah, they'll be on uh, somebody, DC, their oh, PR right. agent. And he said they were bangers. But yeah, we'll be doing that if you're not on the Patreon. That will come out on Sunday night on this here feed that you're listening to now. But if you want early access, get it a day or so early. You can go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science. Get a lot of other shows as well, including our banger of a podcast that we have every Thursday, the Badass Spotlight Show of Picks, Eric, they God call it. it. And uh, that is a banger. That's a certified banger. Two people maybe told me that. It, maybe. Maybe. I end up where it's legacy, Eric, is what I'm saying over and over and over. But we did end up talking about the finale of the Teen Titans Academy, number 15, and then also the DC versus Vampires Hunters, number one, an issue that we were a little confused about where it lying in there and why well, we didn't get Well, not only that, Jaina. I was just pissed off that it wasn't Jaina <laughs> from the Wonder Jaina. Twins as a vampire hunter. Pissed off that her brother Zan was murdered, and this this time it's personal. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem that that's what we're getting. So we talked about those and had some fun with it. So with all of, of that, that's that. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Rate and review the podcast. Go to our Twitter at WeirdScienceDC. Go to our website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com. And, Eric, what do we say at the end of the TGIF podcast? In a world full of chimps, always make sure you go ape. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.